It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey everybody, welcome into an episode of LGHL Uncut, where we bring you unedited, unfiltered audio from Ohio State press conferences and other media availabilities. My name is Connor Lamond, and I'm outside the Jerome Schottenstein Center. It is about midnight now on technically Friday morning, as I'm just leaving after Ohio State's 69-63 loss to the Northwestern Wildcats, their 10th loss in their last 11 games. Ohio State never led by more than six points in this game, Northwestern did lead by nine at one point, but for the majority of this game, it was a back-and-forth battle where teams were essentially trading 4-0 runs for 5-0 runs for 3-0 runs for 4-0 runs, um, a punch-back affair, if you will. Bryce Sensible had, without a doubt, his worst game in college. He finished with one of eight shooting and only played 16 minutes off the bench for the Buckeyes. Justice Suing had his third straight solid game with 19 points. But Northwestern knocked down 12 three-pointers. They're one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the Big Ten, but they knocked down 12 of them, four coming from Brooks Barnheiser, who had hit 11 threes in 23 games this season. But tonight he hit four as Northwestern snuck by the Buckeyes 69-63. After the game, we did speak to Chris Collins for a little bit, and then we spoke to Justice Suing and Bruce Thornton, followed by Chris Holtman, an asterisk next to Chris Holtman's part though as his was cut a bit short things did get a bit prickly between Holtman and one member of the media so after about three or four questions uh, he got up and uh, that was the end of the press conference so without further ado here is our full press conference with Northwestern coach Chris Collins Ohio State head coach Chris Holtman Justice Suing and Bruce Thornton 
for joining us tonight. We're joined by Northwestern head coach Chris Collins. We'll start with an opening statement and then take questions. Coach? Um, well, we, we knew what we were going to have tonight with um, you know an Ohio State team that was going to play um, with a back against the wall, you know, desperation type of attitude. I mean, obviously, we feel their record is not indicative of, of what they have. And I mean, the first time that we played these guys on January 2nd, they just had their way with us, you know, and, and with physicality and toughness and, you know, just, you know, it was probably our worst loss of the year in terms of someone just beating us down from start to finish. Um, so we knew we were up, what we were going to be up against. Um, really proud of our guys. Uh, I thought, you know, especially down the stretch there, the last eight minutes, um, we, we hit some timely shots. Their late clock, Brooks Barnheiser was fantastic. Uh, he hit a couple huge threes for us, and then obviously uh, Chase hit a big three in the corner there to put us up seven. We didn't finish the game like I wanted to. Um, you know, had a couple careless turnovers, missed some free throws, but we got we got enough stops to be able to finish the day the, the deal and and finish the game. And and obviously, anytime you can win on the road in the Big Ten, it's a big deal. And even if you win at home, it's a big deal. This is a league like no other. And um, I think someone told me this is only the second Northwestern team in 48 years uh, that has come in here and won. So obviously it's been a difficult task uh, for Northwestern teams and, and really proud of my guys for coming in here and getting the job done. Questions? Chris, they had a lead 47-45 about 10 minutes ago. You guys answered and then pulled away from, from that point. What did you see from your team in those moments that allowed you on the road, like you said, a place you haven't had much success historically, to, to take the game from there? Well, fortunately with this group, um, you know, we've had some good results on the road. You know, we, we went into Breslin Center and, and won a big game at Michigan State. We won at Assembly Hall in Indiana. Um, you know, the, the two of the very toughest venues to play in where we had to win close games. And I think any time you can have success in those tight situations, you draw upon that. You know, and that's something that we struggled with in the last couple years. You know, I mean, it was well documented. You know, our ability to close close games was not very good. You know, I, we talked about the toughness that it takes. We talked about it all off season that we're going to be in close games. And when you're in close games, you got to beat your very best at both ends. And I just I thought we executed well during that stretch. Thought we made the extra pass. We didn't panic and take tough rush shots. We, we drew multiple defenders, found the open guy. And, and even when we didn't hit, I thought we were getting some good looks. And then we were having a really hard time with suing. Obviously, he's a tough cover. He's so strong, especially when he can get downhill with those drives and he can shoot with both hands. And, and, and he was drawing fouls and getting going. But, you know, to be able to do the job on Bryce, you know, who to me is one of the top offensive players in this league, to hold him to one basket, you know, obviously was a difference in the game as well. So, some of those things that you talk about there, the being, being able to withstand things and, and coming together and making all those tough plays to to close out a game down the stretch. How much of that is stuff that you can coach? And how much of that is just like innately guys understanding what it takes to close out games and win games? You know, I, I think you definitely talk about it and you definitely work on those situations, press breaks, using clock, late game execution, you know, defense when you, when you, you know, with a lead, how you got to defend. And we weren't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but I think it's just a testament to our guys. You know, the things in the huddle, the talk was just so positive. Um, they were they were just very determined. Um, they had a look in their eye that you know they were going to get the job done, even though it wasn't maybe the prettiest out there. And so at the end of the day, you you can talk through things and you can practice, but it doesn't simulate the game. 
And it, it takes guys that have courage and, and toughness and togetherness, especially in these road venues. You mentioned Brooks. Um, what allowed him to have, I think he set a career high in points, was, was significantly better from three-point range than both season. What allowed him to, to get off like he did tonight? Well, he, he's just been playing better and better each game. You know, Brooks is someone that when we recruited him, we thought he could be this kind of guy. You know, he's an Indiana kid. His dad is a renowned high school coach in the state of Indiana. He scored, you know, he's one of the all-time leading scorers in the state, you know, so he can put the ball in the basket. He came in last year with a broken foot, and it took him about half the season to kind of get back healthy. And then it was very hard for him to kind of crack into the rotation. And I give him a lot of credit because in today's day and age, maybe a lot of guys would have jumped ship on that. And he and I said, hey, man, you're in the right spot. You're going to be great here. This is where you're supposed to be. You're healthy now. Let's have a great offseason. Let's come into next year, and, and, and let's start being that guy. And, you know, for a lot of ten, intensive purposes, it's kind of his freshman year because he didn't play much last year. So for him to play in these venues, to play against these teams, and, and start to have the kind of success, because we need guys to take pressure off our guards. You know, Boo and Chase, there's a lot on their plate every night, you know, and, and they've been fantastic but we need those guys around them to continue to get better and continue to alleviate some of the pressure because teams are trying to take those guys away. You've been around this game with a pedigree all coaches would envy with your dad and under Coach K. Can you scout a team and see a team that's confident and a team that's not? And I wonder what you see when you look scouting Ohio State the first time compared to scouting them this time. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously when you lose, we've been through it. I mean, I, I've... I've been in, in Northwestern where we've lost eight, nine, ten games in a row. And it's a difficult thing in this league. And, and really, there's no let up in this conference. You know, like you, every, you, when you're not playing well or you can't get the job done, then you got somebody else coming in three days. And, and certainly when we played these guys in early January, you know, the confidence, you know, the, 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 you know just how, how hard they played, how tough they played. And I thought they played very hard tonight. But, you know, when, when you go through losing streaks, it's not easy. Uh, I get it. Trust me. I, I've been there. And you want so badly as a coach to kind of get your guys over the hump. Um, and I knew that they were going to, I mean, there's a lot of character in that locker room. I, I, I love Chris Holman and what I, I have always admired him as a coach, the way he carries himself, the way his teams play. And I knew coming into tonight, this was going to be a tough game. And, you know, you know, fortunately, we were able to get the win. But, you know, there's no doubt in my mind there, there's not a lot of teams in these last seven games that are going to want to play these guys because their young kid, being Thornton's getting better. Obviously, you know what you have in Sensible and, and with Key and Suing, you know, those two older guys are guys that have been through a lot of wars and, and can really get the job done. What you mentioned, you want to get them over the hump when you're in the middle of a losing streak. They need to win mm -hmm. to believe they can. So how do you do that? Yeah, I mean, trust me, I, I've been there. Um, I understand what they're going through. Um, you know, we had, I think, in the COVID year, we won our first three and then lost 13 in a row. You know, and, and it, it's not easy for coaches. It's not easy for players to then come back the next day. Like when you never, like people don't understand maybe they do, but I think a lot of people don't understand the commitment that these players put into this. You know, the, the nutrition aspect, the weight training, the, the practices, the film study, the extra shooting and extra work with coaches, the travel, the, the games. And when you're not rewarded with some joy, um, it can be very hard, you know, and, and I know from experience. And, 
you just got to draw on on what you got in that locker room, and you got to you got to keep fighting. I know when I've been, I can't speak for anybody else. I can only speak for myself. When I've been in those situations, I was always told as a kid, you got two choices: you can tap out or you can keep fighting. And you know, my feeling is these guys are. I saw tonight; they're they're going to keep fighting, and there's no question in my mind they're going to win some games down the stretch. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Thank you. Forty-seven point five, about ten minutes to go. You guys had the lead, and then they kind of quickly took it from there. What what changed at that point? What are you guys still trying to figure out in some of these moments where it's a tight game and the other team puts a run together late? At that point, it's just really getting stops at the end of the day. Uh, keying in on no second chance points and all like that. Uh, give no, on no Western credit, I mean, they hit, uh, hit 12 threes. Um, and they were, some of those contested, some was wide open, but still give them credit. Um, they were, it was making shots of the night, so it was kind of hard to do, um, defend somebody that hit 12 threes. Um, it's just uh, toning them to the small things. We're back at practice tomorrow, so you're going to look over film and get better and then get ready for Michigan State on um, Sunday. Justice, how did you see the game change there? Um, yeah, it's uh, like like Bruce said, um, it stops at the end of You know, they they got in a little groove, and uh, yeah, they hit twelve threes, man. And um, you know, those runs, you know, there's there's a, there's a point where where you we got to be able to fight back and um, you know prevent them, and especially around this time of the year where our teams get around go on runs late. So I mean, we just have to continue to to get better every day to to work towards that. Does, does it feel a little bit like deja vu, or does it like, do these losses all kind of feel the same, or do, do, do you feel differently after this one than maybe after the one prior or the one before that? At, um, at the end of the day, it comes back to all the small things. I won't say like deja vu, but like just getting this feeling after there's a game, after game, after game, like like human nature, like you don't get frustrated, you don't get like I'm tired of this, like to a point, but. Until, until we figure out we do the small things, we, um, then until we figure out to do the small things, uh, nothing will get past us. So we got to figure out what to do for the small things, the key, key on things, so we can uh, be successful at the end of the day. You guys were, I think, 1 of 14 from three point range, and I know that's not a shot you can just hit, but what what wasn't going going right from, from distance, and, and how big of an impact do you think that made on tonight? For um, 
I mean, it, made a, it definitely made an impact. Uh, I feel like we never shot one, one, one for 14, right? From three the whole year. So it definitely um, it was an impact. But for us to still be in the game still says a lot. Um, uh, it's, just, it's just hard to just to be somebody hitting 12 threes, you hit one three. I mean, just, just do the math and just stuff like that. But we still able to be in the game at the end of the day. We still could have won. Um, it doesn't matter. I feel like we was all in the right positions to win the game, but we didn't key on the small things. I was back to saying again. So until we figure out how to do the small things again, small things, um, we'll, we'll, then we'll be all right. Are you aware in a game, I mean, obviously the, the threes aren't falling, but are you aware, does it start to get in your head that you're not making threes, or is that something that on the court you're, you're oblivious to how poorly it's going from through point range? Yeah, I don't think we're oblivious. You know, um, our team, we make, you know, we make shots. We have some team or some guys on the team that really can hit that, knock it down. But you know, uh, regardless of you know if we're hit or not, you know, we're gonna continue to, to shoot those, especially if they're open, especially if it's getting into the guys' hands that, that make those shots. But we have to continue to to be able to uh, rely on our defense at the end of the day. You know, like like BT said, um, you know, we're still in the game regardless of that. You know, even though that is that's, that's a big margin, one to twelve threes, man. That's, it's just gonna be difficult to uh, to beat teams like that. So I mean, like, like you said, you gotta give them their props for hitting those. But also, we were still in it, and uh, you know, Big Ten play, man. We've seen this entire year how how close uh, or how small that, that that margin of error is, and and again, it got us tonight. So I'm curious if you guys feel like you have clearly defined roles on your team because Bryce didn't start Sunday tonight. He plays 12 of the first 35 minutes. It feels like. We see Tanner end of the Indiana game, then we see him the first half of the next game. I'm just curious if you guys all feel like you have, at a point in the season where roles are usually clearly defined, if you feel like that applies to your rotations right now. Um, I think that, I think, you know, I think uh, HC, you know, I think Coach Hall going to play the end of the game and, you know, play the players that he feels like is going to, uh, that he needs at the time, or, you know, obviously depending on how they're playing. So, I mean, that's a question for him. But regardless of who's on the floor, you know those five guys. You know they have to be able to play together well. We all know our strengths and weaknesses, and uh, we, we we know how to flow. So I mean, we just have to you have to be ready when your when your name is called, and have to be able to to be productive, man, and and, play, and be able to play hard and show that effort. You guys have uh, <clears throat> relied on Bryce quite a bit this season, and uh, we haven't heard from Coach yet. Don't know if anything was discussed on the broadcast or anywhere else, but. Did you guys go into this game knowing he was limited? Has he been sick? I mean, what, what, what gives? I guess. Um, he's uh, he's human like everybody else. Um, uh, he, of course, he, he gonna have nights where he on, the nights where he off. But at the end of the day, we know what Bryce is capable of doing every single night. Um, uh, he's a tough sh a shot maker, and he, he showed. I feel like he showed the world like what he's capable of doing. So this this really sh uh, don't show him show who he really is. Uh, he gonna keep fighting through it then. And his time will come again. Cause I know how much work he put in. We all see how much work he put in. So these games, I feel like they're going to go by and he's going to figure it out. You guys mentioned the little things and how, you know, sometimes it just comes down to this in, in these kinds of games. It feels like some games you do some of those little things well, and then there's some other things that, that come up that you guys don't do so well. How frustrating is that to sometimes improve in one category, whether it's rebounds or assists, and then the next game it's something else? Um, Necessarily justice, like does it feel like it's not all coming together? And there's sometimes pieces that are, and pieces that aren't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for myself, I feel like uh, our team been able to make strides in a lot of areas that we were struggling with a couple weeks ago. 
but uh, still, you know, in these, these high games, you know, when they're a couple possessions away, uh, they, the team is able to go on that little run that kind of puts them over edge on us. So I think um, just just dealing with those those uh, you know the kind of those inconsistencies and stuff, obviously. But the important thing is that I feel like I feel like BT feels the same is that you know we make strides in us. You know we work on us every day, and we're going to continue to do it until you know we, until we uh, we catch the, we catch the, uh, the flow of this thing. But but yeah, man, it's I mean yeah, it's, it's just a matter of us continuing to work on that stuff every day, man. Chris Collins was in here insane in the last like 10 minutes when those little runs that you're talking about, he said it, take, it takes guys that have courage, toughness, and togetherness in late game minutes. And I wonder how you guys feel about yourselves in those categories when it comes to those those tough situations. Um, I feel like um, I feel like we was right there. Um, the difference was like uh, the big shots they hit. Um, to put them up like nine instead of keeping them at six. So just a little, that's a little small different um, meaning a lot at the end of the game. Because uh, we had two opportunities in the game with Bryce getting the steal and my um, tip in the play. Um, we still had the opportunity at the end of the day. So the last 10 minutes of the game is really important, but also the first 30 is important as well. So all that put together, you have to um, come together as one. And no question, was just a better team today. This for you, um, you seem to attack with a little bit um, more success, I guess, consistently than some of the more recent games. It seems like maybe you're getting into a little bit of the flow these last two. Are you seeing things differently? Are teams guarding you any differently? Or do you just feel like these last couple of games are a little bit better performances for you? Um, I think it's just it's just consistency in my in my work ethic that's it, that's able to carry over, you know, and especially my teammates, you know, giving me that confidence, you know, helping me, getting me in my positions to, to be able to be be productive and create. But um, yeah, that's that's the only thing I can say that that's been a difference. You know, I mean, teams are gonna obviously you know gonna have their game plans for for each and every one of us, but it's just a matter of how we attack that. So, I mean, you know, we wanted to be more aggressive today. I think we did a good job of that. But you know, once again, just some little defensive lapses and, and that, little, that little short span that ultimately, you know, it allowed them to, to take that, that nine point lead that DT was talking about. Right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, obviously, hard fought game. Um, Give, uh, give Northwestern credit here for, for the win. I uh, thought they just made made a few more plays there down the stretch. Questions? Chris, what led to Bryce coming off the bench at the 12-28 mark? I don't know if we've seen him check in that late in the season. No, I just, I mean, that would just, was the rotation, yeah. And what did you see from Northwestern eliminating him today? Excuse me? What did you see from Northwestern, what they did well to limit? Oh, he's always Bryce. faced really good defenders, you, you know. Adish is a really good defender. Chris Collins said that, that um, it was 47-45. They, they put together a run about midway through the first, second half, and that's where they kind of took over. And he said that it takes guys that have courage, toughness, and togetherness in late game minutes to, to take advantage of those situations. Where do you think you are with your team as far as having those things in those key moments? Well, I think we've, we've obviously got to get, uh, get better in those areas. Um, but uh, give them credit. They got an old group and did a good job. How did 
How did you see the game change at that point where you guys had the lead and then it just seemed like you couldn't get enough stops? Yeah, we couldn't get enough stops. Didn't make. Uh, they made. A, they made a couple. They had a kid who has not shot the three ball well all all season. Barnheiser, who really made some made four threes. He was a twenty three percent three point shooter. Played really well. Give him credit. And uh, just too many missed missed opportunities. Just to be clear, there's nothing going on with Bryce that made him sit. It was just that's how the rotation was. There's something going on that made. Excuse him. me. Is there anything going on with Bryce? Maybe you were trying to send a message to him. It's no, just the no, rotation. No, just, just the rotation. And I know the other night I asked you about um, just the frustration of always kind of searching for. You mentioned slow starts has really hurt you guys today. Tonight you slowed. <clears throat> tonight you started off well, then you couldn't close. How frustrating is it to always be chasing you know a, a complete basketball game? Yeah, there've been you know points in the game, and certainly tonight late in the game where. Just the balance of a couple plays was the difference, um, for sure. So Bryce shot four of fourteen Sunday. He struggled tonight, and I just wonder if you. I, I assume the reason you bring him off the bench is to keep him out of foul trouble. Is that the reason you've decided to bring him off the bench at this juncture of the season? I mean, I, Bryce. That's part of the reason. But you know, Bryce is a freshman. He's being guarded by the best player guys. Like. This is not an easy thing for a kid. He led you in scoring for 12 straight he's, games. He's being guarded. He, he wasn't guarded always by the best player early in the year. He's being guarded by the best player uh, now. Um, like freshmen have moments. We'll help him the best we can. Um, the young man's fighting hard. Give him credit. Um, he's allowed to have an off-shooting night. Uh, we'll, we'll find ways to put him in better positions. It doesn't seem plausible that he could score, <coughs> lead you in scoring for 12 games in a row and only now be getting the best defenders in the league. So my question is related to the fact that he's been having offensive success while he's been at the top of team scouting reports. And I just wonder if you put him on the bench at Michigan to keep him out of foul trouble, because I think he fouled out two or three games in a row. And my question in relation to that is, do you fear that you've taken him out of the rhythm he was in offensively? If that's, if that's, a, if that's what you'd like to say, then feel no, free. No, I'm asking you if he's had two bad games shooting in a row after Let's leading you in scoring for Bruce, 12 I've, games I've in a row. Question, I've answered the question regarding You haven't Bryce. answered the question. of My question is, do you fear you've taken him out of his offensive rhythm by bringing him off the bench the last two games? I, you know, if that's the case, then, then uh, so, you know, you can feel free to write that. I think Bryce has battled hard here tonight. We'll find ways to put him in better position. The play with just under five minutes to go, it's a six-point game. Looks like you're going to get deep in the shot clock, and Adij gets it to Barnheiser, and he hits a three from the top of the key. Yep. And, and threes, you know, 12 threes for them today. Uh, I don't know, what's the defensive mindset? They don't seem to have a discernible inside game at all, and yet – they hit one wide open three after another. I don't know, and that was indicative as well. Just what they get twelve of them. I don't know what we guard them the same way in game one. Yeah, they just happened to hit them today. Well, they weren't. Uh, their their track record for shooting threes has not been as strong as it was today. Give them credit. I think they're at the bottom of the league in terms of three point shooting. Their guards are very good at getting the lane. The hedge created some open threes. We were a little bit late on a couple rotations, but give them credit. We weren't on the Barnheiser one. He had a heck of a shot. You mentioned Barnheiser. When a guy like that gets hot that you don't expect, that isn't in the scouting report coming in the game, how do you make the adjustments in game, especially with young guys playing and, and guys that you know, 
still first year guys. How, how do you make those adjustments in game to try and cool the guy off? Yeah, we probably needed to close on him a little bit better. He's a good driver. He's a strong kid. Again, he's he's twenty three percent three point shooter, but when he makes a couple, he's confident. We probably could have closed on him a little bit harder. Does that, does that seem to maybe re-injure the shoulder a little bit, but he, I felt like he kind of battled throughout this game. What did he give you, and how was he coming out of this one physically? I think it's sore. He's a tough kid, and he battled through it. Um, I'm not sure how much it impacted him, uh, to be honest with you, but it was sore. But give him credit for coming back. And when we asked you about their three-point shooting, you haven't shot this poorly. No. Uh, did you like the looks that you were getting, or were guys – Feeling it as it, the struggles were going on. A lot of them, yeah, I liked a lot of them. Liked a lot of them. We just <clears throat> we just missed some clean ones. A couple were deep, but I liked a lot of the ones we got. <clears throat> Thanks, coach. <clears throat>